0: Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast, this is episode number 28, I'm your host Brian Seddon and with me from beautiful South Dakota, Mr. Chad greets, and from not so beautiful Northwest Indiana, Mr. Brian North.
1: Brought to you by the letter (laughs) 8. The letter letter 8. Brought
0: to you by the letter letter 7. Let's break break this down.
1: Brought to you by the... Letters numbers,
0: or numbers? There we go.
1: And the letter S.
0: <laughs> okay. I feel like this <laughs> is off the rails already. We haven't even started. I <laughs> got on the
1: rails I'm
0: a little uh, tonight. Uh, so welcome, uh, welcome back. Hope you uh, had a good week. I certainly did. Chad, how was your week?
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it good. Yeah? I uh, Yeah, it's cold. Real cold here. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to bundle up bundle up don't want to get that frostbite you nope. like luke luke in the on hoth getting stuck outside overnight Your your tauntaun is the only thing that'll keep you warm
0: <laughs> i thought you were gonna say something else <laughs> <laughs> b-dob how was your week man you...
2: uh... oh, nah, okay. he you just want... <laughs> literally he put the microphone up to his butt and farted that was crazy.
0: You want to talk about it? We're here for you, man. This um, is a support group. This Star- is
1: a free, not free Star
2: space. Star Wars news out there.
0: Yeah, well, we have hit a bit of a lull uh, after the big announcement of Star Wars Episode 8 named The Last Jedi. Um, Wait, when did they announce that? I really, <laughs> haven't They're really heard sh- much. And uh, <clears throat> the Han Solo film is, uh, although it started shooting, um, it is tightly... Um, under wraps so um so yeah but you know we're gonna we are gonna talk a little bit about some movie news or slash theories in regards to the movies there is some print news to talk about and then um we'll talk about rebels um because we've not been able to speak to that so i think there's three episodes we're going to review um and then maybe give a breakdown of what we uh how we feel how things have progressed and then maybe where they're going so um and then I think Bina may even have his famous question of the day.
1: Ding ding ding. Uh,
0: <gasps> yeah, it's been a while. So uh so let's just jump right it's into it. It's been a while. <laughs> uh movie news. Um <clears throat> this is more of a theory, but we're going to we're going to talk about it nonetheless cuz we love those. Uh it's another snoke theory, <laughs> but now it revolves around years, uh, there you go. uh it revolves around the last Jedi. So um, this comes from a uh, a Reddit forum thing. I've never oh, been on Reddit. Must be true. Yeah, but oh uh, man,
2: you it, gotta get on Reddit. Reddit's fantastic. It's great.
0: I feel That's like it's uh, it's a dark place on the internet. I have, I have a feeling it is. No. 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 Um, this is from a, so this is a fan theory from Reddit. and It's making the rounds. Um, so here we go. The and I don't have the guy's name, but he says it was pretty cool how we saw Jeddah in Rogue One. But there was a, but was there also a strategic reason? What if we were supposed to get in the mindset that the Jedi Order is very, very ancient, which I think we all know that. Is it? In one of the most recent Huh? Stop. Come on. In one of the most recent Star Wars novels, Palpatine sends someone to Jakku... To uncover an ancient secret. In The Force Awakens, we see that Luke is looking for the original Jedi Temple. What's with this sudden obsession with Jedi history? In The Force Awakens novel, Snoke reveals that he is very old. But we don't know how ancient he is. Kylo Ren's lightsaber is confirmed to be an ancient version of the lightsaber. Where did he get it? Snoke. Now keep in mind the title of Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. What if we are learning about early Jedi because we are going to find out how different the ancient Jedi Order is? What if what we know as Jedi are not really Jedi after all? Uh (gasps) What if Snoke is the last Jedi in its original form? It makes sense that we are learning about early Jedi. It makes sense that Kylo Ren has this ancient version of the weapon. It makes sense that Luke went to look for the original Jedi Temple. In order to learn about Snoke. End of theory. Oh. And I will say it is a stupid theory. In the way, in the fact that he's saying that what if all we know about the Jedi is, is not true. And, and in other words, you know, where he says it's not its original form. And somehow we've been lied to this entire time about what the jedi really are. Thought well,
2: there is there is that thought that you know Anakin bringing order to the force because the jedi they done messed up a a Ron and they they were serving purposes they were not originally intended to be. They weren't supposed to be jet generals in war. They weren't supposed to run around the galaxy as peacekeepers. You know, and and we've talked about that here. Correct. That they were blinded by their pride, really, and arrogance, and who they thought they were. And that's not. that probably isn't what the original intent for Jedi was supposed to be. They had strayed but far from I, that.
0: I don't know if that's what it. Maybe he is talking about that. And, and to that point, I do agree because we have talked about that. They were not supposed to be involved in wars. To. Into the degree that they were or in the fashion that they were, they're not to be generals commanding armies. Or politicians that was not,
1: in the middle of curses. That was,
0: that was not the intent. Um, but I don't know. He almost makes it sound like it's some super secret thing that we don't even know what it is. And it's nothing yeah. like we've ever seen before.
2: They could. I mean, I could see the way it sounds what they're saying is that, they're, that maybe they were the bad guys.
0: Right, yeah. And we just never knew
2: that. I don't think it's that far. I could see where what the Jedi purpose really was is way different than what we're used to. Yeah. But it wouldn't be so far-fetched as to, oh, they were evil. It would be, you know, they were like monks probably more than anything if we really were to, if you take the other canon and other places like Jeddah, you know, into consideration.
1: Well, if you take a look at Luke too, I mean, you... Luke goes to Octu to find the original Jedi Temple. Why? Because Luke took what he knew about the Jedi and tried to recreate it, and it fell apart. So Luke even tried himself to kind of bring back what the Jedi Order was in the prequels, only to see it crumble again in less than 30 years, in the first generation sure. of it. So I think Luke, Luke is on, on the search to find what the Jedi are in their original truest form. And maybe that's the only way for him to defeat Snoke, which if you guys remember back to the force awakens when it first came out, that the force awakens was, um, they, what was one of the rumored names for the force awakens when it originally was coming out. You guys remember
0: smoking the bandit?
1: the one of the original big rumor names that was out there for a long time was the an ancient fear or the ancient fear so a lot of these underground tones especially through the print and what they are really pushing in in canon right now in rebels and everything else is pushing you know from rogue one to jedi all the stuff is this ancient pre prequel lifestyle of the jedi and the force
0: hmm. yeah well, we'll see. We'll see. I just, I just refuse to believe that uh, you know, Ryan Johnson and the rest of the Star Wars group is gonna M Night Shalamander th- this. I don't know that guy's it's name. Shalimond. M Night his-
2: Shalamander. is not
0: correct. Shalamander is what I call him. When you're close like he and I are, mm, you mm. can call him that. You know, but he has a a way of uh, twisting endings. Um, yeah. Which did anybody see? Uh, what's that new one he did? Split. Not yet. I did not see it because I don't watch scary things. Um, You know, I don't even watch The View. That's how scared of (laughs) things I am. But uh, so, yeah, no, I didn't see Split either. But I was reading it on Wikipedia because someone was talking about it. And I'm just going to give you a spoiler. Is it a movie that you're ever going to see?
2: Uh, maybe there's like a big there's there's always twists in that. There's Don't a spoil okay, it. I won't Don't. spoil it,
0: but I will no, tell no. you. Mark I will Wal- tell you. I'm going to tell. I'm you. not going to spoil it, but that's, I'll
2: tell you how it ends.
0: At the very end of the movie, there's a good twist Don't. that if you like some of other, uh, there I could say this. I think there you will see a character at the end of the movie that's in <laughs> one of his other movies. Okay. Does that ruin it for you?
2: As long as it, do- it doesn't say I see dead people. Same actor though. Stop. Good grief! What's wrong with just shut it down? <laughs> shut-, shut it down. <laughs> anyway,
0: hey, speaking of scary things, Chad. Uh, yeah. As we digress, you uh, you did a uh, thing for your podcast, South Dakota Gamer Podcast, where you played Resident Evil on. Uh, twitch
2: yeah has nothing to do with star wars but yeah no, yeah we, but uh, how'd it go it, it was scary yeah speaking of scary things i don't like scary movies either that you know or scary games and resident evil is a scary game it's a first person literal horror game and uh, i played two hours i jumped i talked to myself a lot to make myself not be scared Yeah. and i said things were dumb you know I'm like that's not scary that's not even real. It doesn't even look real, so that I wouldn't be scared. But yeah, it, uh, we were giving away some money on uh, Xbox Live or PlayStation Network in a surprise package. If you want to win, you can go to the South Dakota Gamer YouTube page and comment on the video, and you can be entered into win. We're giving it away on Monday.
0: There you go. And see, we don't have to do our own contest. We can just talk about yours, and it's kind of like <laughs> we're doing a contest. <laughs> Uh, uh,
2: you should go watch it, though. It's uh, it's fun to watch other people play scary things because it's not you.
0: Yeah. So, all right, well, back to Star Wars, moving right along. Uh, Han Solo film, uh, if you pay attention to um, our Twitter and Facebook, I think, we uh, put this out there. It started shooting on January 30th, um, and it's being called – Or the the working title, or they're working under the name Star Wars Red Cup. Obviously, that's in reference to the Red Solo Cup. I get it. I get get that reference. And co director Chris Miller also tweeted out um, he said, Our first. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Our Han first shot. Get it? Han first shot.
2: Han first shot. Han shot Uh
0: first. There you go. Wait, so there's two
1: directors in the Han Solo movie? They are co-directing.
0: Yes, sir. Cocos.
1: So, the co-directors okay, for the solo movie.
0: Oh! Uh, so weird. Okay. Um, Alright, so you know what? That wraps up all the movie news. Unless you guys have any movie news that you want to talk about.
2: I can't wait till the movie comes out. So, celebration is go.
1: only eight weeks away, folks. Dang.
2: Probably our first trailer.
0: All right. Print news. Let's move on. Uh, Lando Calrizian wanted to buy Ben Solo a cape when he was a kid. Have you guys seen this yet or heard about this? No, no. This is coming from an excerpt. Eps- I can't say that word. Excerpt, excerpt. From the forthcoming novel Star Wars. jeez. <laughs> oh, from the forthcoming novel Star Wars Aftermath. Ah, um, yeah. Empire's End. Uh-huh. So, what it is you tell. Well, Lando is thinking really hard about getting a present for Han and Leia's son, Ben. Right. Lando is hanging out with Lobot, who reminds him he still needs to get a present for Han and Leia's wedding. But Lando is all about getting a gift for Ben, saying, "Okay, okay. Buying gifts for a kid. Can we get him a cute little cape and a mustache so he looks like old Uncle Lando?"
2: And So that's pretty much so it. He's there, He's contemplating buying a gift for a boy at the same time that he's being reminded to buy a
0: wedding gift? Yeah, apparently. I guess Lowat's oh, saying, hey, you're scandal. supposed to get this. Oh, hey, yeah, I didn't think about that. Hang on now.
2: Is that why they got married? Maybe they don't even really love each other anymore.
0: Wait, I didn't they just got
2: married that. for the kid.
0: Uh, You know what? Maybe. Wait, hang on.
2: I mean. Wow. It's canon now. Is that, is, are you reading
0: this right? That's what it says. Is it? Is if? Is it right? I don't know. It came from uh, Io Nine Gizmodo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, I know they post a lot of things. Uh, Interesting. Wow, there's a the story book? within the story. <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. Anyway, though, they're also making the point that um, uh, the only people that wear cape in Star Wars are usually bad except for lando obviously
2: do you have the part about him going back to cloud city there too no yeah
1: that's the only part that i read chad do you want to
2: go you can do it go ahead Bina.
1: i just read a little excerpt excerpt whatever you want to call it um... no one can
2: say that word on this podcast <laughs>
1: i'm not going to uh I, i'm not saying that this is exactly right but i'm just going to give you the um Kind of the overview of what I read, and that's Lando goes back to Cloud City, thinking that it's going to be all fine and dandy. He's going to come in as this big hero king, and he finds out that the rebellion, uh, the Empire, has is much more deep rooted into Cloud City than he realized, and he has to pretty much fight his way
2: back to get his city back. Chad, would you so say that's a good book? yeah I heard that um it that that cloud city's kind of in ruin. It's really kind of fallen apart and and apparently there's this this in the book when Lobot and he show up, he says, Lobot, we're home brother I'm not lying. I'm telling that's that's supposedly part of the
0: that's cheesy. that
2: thing too yeah.
0: But you know at um an Empire when they left Cloud City, he said evacuate, the Empire's taken over, something to that effect, right. did he not? Right.
2: Yeah, he did. He yeah. evacuated everyone and so apparently. What did, what did he right, expect?
1: but he doesn't go yeah, back they, until after after this isn't until after the uh,
2: Yeah, after Jedi and no. and all that. After return of the Jedi.
0: Yeah, don't get us confused. B Nob doesn't like that
2: and all that so yeah it's quite a ways after but yeah he finds it in ruin and just kind of like he's not he didn't expect that so right. it we should see some of what lando has been doing and maybe even find out why lando wasn't in uh the force awakens right right
1: and there you go. I mean, and doesn't the um doesn't the battle of jakku show up in this book somewhere
2: yeah, probably would I'm trying to remember if because that was at what, all in the last one. what I was one. getting
1: from it was that the destroying of the second Death Star was kind of like the catalyst of the Empire's mm-hmm. downfall. Then they kind yeah, of right, break right, up, yep. they scatter their forces, there's big battles here Correct. and there, and then they kind of come... The Empire... Jakku's right, like their yeah, last one. it's like one. the last end. Yeah. It's like... Yep, it's like... Yep. It's like, what's that guy's... So you would just... Ass- yeah.
0: What's that guy's last what? stand? Who is that?
2: Who had the last stand?
0: Colonel
2: Ch- Mustard uh, or something? Oh, John Cena. Oh. <laughs> who, who
0: was that? <laughs> da, 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 da. No, uh, uh... last stand. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, Mustard's last stand. Yeah.
2: Mustard's last stand. <laughs> yeah,
0: Colonel Mustard in the dining no. room with the lead no. pipe.
2: <laughs> no, no, he's talking actual I, I historical. Know, I
0: yeah, last stand custards.
2: Yeah, custard. <laughs> <laughs> not mustard. mustard. Oh, c- uh, we're so smart. Uh, M- mustard
1: Custards. Mustard Custards. Mustard's last stand. General- kind of
2: sounds like the last hot dog I ate. The Battle uh, of Little Bighorn. Oh, it's not right? custard.
0: It's <laughs> no custard.
2: Not <laughs> custard nor mustard, but Custard's uh, We're. It's been a long time since we've been in school, everybody. Right. Uh But yeah, Custard's last stand. Yes, the Battle of Jakku is like the Empire's Custer's <laughs> Last Stand where everyone dies. All right. Oof. For all those histories, right, well, there. You there. Go. Bringing it to your level. It's in my backyard.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, you should have known, Chad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew it wasn't mustard, I'll tell you that.
0: I'm from Florida. I know about Fort DeSoto. Ponce de Leon. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much about all I know. <laughs> all right, um... And then uh, last thing I got in print news is the Darth Maul comic, uh, number one, was released Wednesday, February 1st. So uh, Chad's going to talk about some of that when we get to his uh, comic corner. I don't know if we'll call it that, but uh, <laughs> when we get to his little segment.
1: He's alone um, in this comic corner. That's right. Chad's going to read the funny papers Nerd. to us.
0: <laughs> no, I read comics. I just Nerd. listen to Chad read them to me usually. Um But anyway, we'll get to that um, in Chad's little portion. But before that, we're going to jump into some Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. They are currently on a break, but we have not gotten to talk about the last three episodes, um, which were Ghosts of Genosis Part 1, Ghosts of Genosis or Part 2, and uh, Warhead. And so we
2: didn't whoa no and we, we talked about part one and no, you're missing no, we the Darksaber no. project yeah we did did we I'm pretty sure we talked about part one and we didn't talk we need any no 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 two. we
0: didn't talk about part one nope okay. well then we got you're, four to you're talk thinking about. Uh, no sir yeah so he knows part what about one? the
2: dark Saber project yeah. the very last oh one. trials
0: of the dark Saber, you're correct yeah I yeah, apologize.
2: Yeah. So don't yeah, don't, don't, correct,
0: don't Brian correct me Andrew when we're recording. Has no math as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right.
2: This is a train wreck.
0: Alright, so <laughs> this is Ghosts of Genosis Part 1. Okay. Um, so, after the legendary Saul Guerrero and his rebel squad go missing on Genosis, the ghost crew is sent to investigate Ezra, Kanan, Rex, and Chopper, split off to search for Saul while Hera, Sabine, and Zeb stay behind to salvage a still operational shield generator. Ezra and his group are rescued from a battle droid ambush by Saul, who explains that the droids killed the rest of his team and that they uh, and that they were rebuilt by a Genoshin survivor. Ezra and Saul and the been. rest Whatever. Ezra Saul and the rest of the group pursue the Geonosian and it activates more battle droids, which attacks Sabine and Zeb. Ezra manages to corner the Geonosian, and Saul <laughs> destroys its control device, disabling all the battle droids. Saul then begins to interrogate the Geonosian, <laughs> demanding that it tell him what the Empire is building on Geonosis. Alright, so... You guys remember that episode? It was, was January 7th. Was there 7.
1: Punctuation in that description?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I try so to read it. I try nonsense. to read it quickly. Um, can I, can I... So anyway, that was our first No, you can't. That was our first introduction to Saw Gerrera via Rebels. And I'm just going to tell you guys, my first impression of Saw, he's a bit of a jerk, you know? Kind of a jerk. Wants to kill the, I don't know if he wanted to kill him, but definitely wanted to physically harm the uh, the Geonosian.
2: Saw Gerrera, b favorite character. Nope. Nope, <laughs> nope. well he's kind of a jerk in the in the movie too right i mean rogue one he's very paranoid not a team player kind of guy so i guess I, it didn't surprise me he was he was totally a, a, a big old jerk face um but it wasn't much of a surprise to me i, I guess. mean
0: how was he you guys saw clone wars how was he in clone wars uh S- similar he was very
2: cocky and very he he wasn't who he is now, but you know his sister was still around at that point, and she was kind of the the leader. But
0: so and so, if you haven't seen that episode, I say he's a jerk because this Geonosian has the the last uh, egg of their queen, or it's the queen. It is the queen egg, right? And so basically, it's the last. He's the last and It's the last chance uh, for that r- race to survive, and uh, Saul. You know, takes it from them and basically threatens to kill it. You know, kind of goes Jack Bauer on him And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, Ezra, codes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thing. Ezra, um, you know, Ezra protects it and says it's not right. So I was a little surprised by that. It's usually something you don't see from a Star Wars. Hero, although he's, I guess he's the anti-hero, right?
1: Yeah, he's an anti-hero. Mm. Exactly. Let me say a few things. Number one, why does it always have to be a
2: shield generator?
1: Every mission, <laughs> they always got what to do take you, down a shield generator.
2: Do you think that was the shield generator that gets put on Hoth?
0: Do they take the <laughs> whole thing? Eventually. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Could be. Makes sense.
2: Anyway. Um, I'm going to say this about
1: Saw Gerrera. I'm glad he's in Rebels. And the reason for that is we read a lot and we talked about a lot of stuff pre-Rogue One being released. And they gave Saw Gerrera like this big old backstory. And none of that is in the movie. He's in there for like two seconds. And it's talked about, but it's never really shown... And all I really got from him actually being there from Force Whitaker is that he's a little bit of an asthmatic with an attitude. That's all <laughs> I got. So I'm glad that well, they're actually talking more and showing us more of this rebel side where he'll do whatever it takes for the rebellion. He'll go to, He's an extremist. And I think that's the point that they're trying to get across is that he's going to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. He's got no boundaries. He's off the handle yep
0: so um, so you know, and that uh, it will kind of combine part two. Let me just read the rest of the story because I I think it all you know obviously it's a part one and two so it all gels together and um, kind of skip some sp- stuff. So in response to Saul, this so this is part two. In response to Saul's questions, um, the Genosian named uh, Click Clack, or what oh, they nickname Clack. him, draws yeah draws two circles in the dirt. Because um, again, Saul's is asking what the Empire is building. He draws two circles in the dirt. It's a big one, and then with a little small one um, up to the uh, corner of it. Not understanding what Click Clack is trying to say, Saul handcuffs Click Clack and forces him to lead them deeper into the ruins. Ezra becomes concerned at the hostility Saul is showing to Click Clack, and Rex explains that Saul's sister was killed by a uh, Genosin built gunship during the Clone Wars. Meanwhile, an Imperial patrol detects life signs on Genosis and sends scouts to investigate. Underground, Click leads the rebels to his hideout where he was protecting a Genosian queen egg. The rebels then bring Click back to the ghost where Saul begins torturing Click Clack and threatens to destroy the egg if he does not talk, ignoring the crew's objections. Ezra then points out Saul would be no better than the Empire if he destroys the. Uh, Click-Clack's last chance... Stop of- saying Click-Clack. Click-Clack. Stop it. It's like Under Armour. S- just
1: stop. Can you say Click-Clack and <laughs> Genosian?
0: Genosians okay. last... Uh, stop that. Ezra then points out, Saul would be no better than the Empire if he destroys uh, the Genosians' last chance of survival Thank as a you. species, causing Saul to reconsider. However, the Imperials send an attack force after the Ghost, forcing it to flee deep underground... In an underground chamber, they find large containers full of poison gas that the Imperials had used to exterminate the Genosans. Saul decides to give the Genosans a second chance at survival and lets click-clack go. Mm. Click-clack flees deeper into the tunnels. The rebels then try to escape with the gas containers to use them as proof of the Empire's atrocities, but they're lost when they blast their way through an Imperial cruiser. Baylor Organa notes that without the containers there is insufficient evidence for the Senate to act, but the pictures the crew had taken can be used as propaganda to further the rebel cause. Canaan reminds Ezra that, like Saul, not all rebels fight for the same cause or for the same reasons, but Hera muses that despite her misgivings about him, Saul proved that he was better than the Imperials. So there was the rest of that story. Um... Yeah, so so you see some uh, Nazi-like uh, Holocaust-type exterminations that the uh, Empire was involved in, and um, and then you know the other thing that that episode highlighted was, uh, to me anyway, um, Kanan is definitely seems to be stronger in the Force than he had been. Um, there's a scene there where he manipulates. Uh, like a bridge, you could say, and he and there's and he throws Ezra or I don't know if it was Ezra, but he threw someone across this like large chasm uh, using the Force, um, and then he jumps across it just all by himself, you know, obviously with the Force. But uh, he definitely seems to be stronger in the Force than he has been. Would you guys agree?
2: Yeah, I guess I I didn't notice that specifically, but I do remember him Force pushing Ezra over the big where the bridge had been
0: right
1: my question Uh, is is that did they exterminate all the genosians before or after because i know in the um catalyst book that they talked about the genosians uh, building the death star so did they get a bunch of them i mean does that all fit
0: that would have been after uh that would have been after because they're all after they
2: were done this, because the circles, yeah. obviously, the circles he made on the ground were alluding to the Death Star. Yeah, uh, and they did not understand that at the time, and they don't find that out until Rogue One. Obviously, that that's what that is, and that's a few years after Rebels is over. Um, right, because so, ca- you know,
0: Catalyst was—I don't know how many. I, I, I mean, Jin and Catalyst, Jin was like what five, maybe at at mm-hmm. the her oldest. Mm-hmm. And how old is she in Rogue One? You know, she's looks like to be in her 20s right so yeah this was definitely somewhere in between catalyst and this rebels episode
2: so i yeah i see when i watched i assumed that most they were all gone because they were all on the death star building it at the time and somehow he either escaped that um or got left behind stupid cluck clack um, that was the, what, that was my impression is that they were, they were currently building it at that moment somewhere in secret.
0: No, I think it it's done. Mm. No,
2: I don't think so. I, I mean, well, I don't know they they don't give us a specific timeline. I mean, but... I guess the
0: only, the only construction you see in Rogue One is where they're putting the, the, the weapon in it. Sure. You know, so yeah, we've got a I few
2: years between the end of rebels and Rogue One. Right. And it does. It takes a little while to build. So I—that's what I had assumed. They were all gone because of that. Maybe I guess I didn't equate the poison gas canisters to mass genocide, but maybe that is. So that they had them build the Death Star, brought them back, and then killed them all.
0: Yeah. No. Is it says what... it says they used the gas containers to exterminate them. So. So. Hmm. Well, I guess like once it was done, yeah, they would have gone back to their planet.
2: Or the ones that weren't capable of working.
0: That could sure, that got
2: well. that got left behind to begin with. Because if you remember, this the leader of the Geonosans like started a, a war with his own people and then left. It, you know he he hightailed it out of there and got and escaped. Right. What uh what I can't remember his name Especially now. starts with a the, P, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. The guy that. Uh, what's his face was talking to and got got to his people to work on there yeah but then he's he basically started a you know squabble with them and then took off in then ensuing chaos so I, I don't know i guess it's not that important but i'd be surprised if they here build all the death star now we'll take you home and now we'll kill you all but somehow this one survives all that i don't know maybe yeah, no. whatever they're just insects i'd squish them with my boot
0: <laughs> all right or
2: queen egg or not
0: all right, let's move on to the next episode, which was Warhead. Uh, oh, can I say
2: one more thing about that yeah, last one? Yeah, sure, buddy. Sabine. Yeah. Right? Sabine. The scout troopers come down with their jetpacks, and Sabine flies up, and she's all... Oh, yeah. Pew, 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 and zoom and pew, pew, and, like, taking them <laughs> out, no problem. I think they're setting, obviously, as we get further in the next couple, they're definitely promoting Sabine and her... Uh, skills and making her more of a you know front-running character.
0: Right. Um. All right. So uh, the next one was Warhead. Um. That came out on January 14th. And um. Hang. On, I was just. I was just checking something. I saw. But. Uh, so while the rest of the Ghost Crew and Phoenix Squadron are away on an exercise mission. Um, which, by the way, that was the first time we get to see um, uh, Antilles Wedge Antilles for like a second and his buddy. And they were kind of just like goofing off um, is the way it looked like. They told him to get to work. But anyway, um, while the rest of the Ghost crew and Phoenix Squadron are away on an exercise mission, Zeb is left in charge of, a secu- of security at Chopper Base. At the same time, the Empire launches a large number of disguised infiltrator droids throughout the galaxy and one of these units lands near chopper base damaged by the cry crackna say that spiders and losing its memory it is taken in by zeb chopper and ap5 but after a warning from agent callus about the nature of their uh of their foundling Zeb tries to apprehend it. Once it realizes that it is inside a rebel base, the droid's original programming kicks back in and it adopts combat mode and cannibalizing the base's droids to repair itself. The infiltrator proves a tough nut to crack, especially since this battle is confirmed to a storage area filled with explosive ordnance. After a hard struggle, Zeb and the droids manage to take it down before it can transmit its position to the Empire, but the infiltrator activates a self-destruct device inside its uh, chassis. Faced with the prospect of the droid either blowing up the base or the Empire coming to look for it when it fails to report, Zeb instructs AP-5 to set the detonator to stall its countdown until the infiltrator transmits its collected information to the Empire. After reactivation, the droid travels back to its base ship and blasts it apart when it self-destructs. But this event, nevertheless, gives Admiral Thrawn enough information to narrow down his search for the rebel base.
2: Tough nut to crack.
0: Yeah. So, did you guys notice anything in particular about the design of the of that droid when it's not in combat mode? No. It, uh, to me, it looked like um, the concept art for C three PO. Oh, like the original? Yeah, the, very, the original. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ralph mm. uh sure. version of C-3PO. I'm pretty sure if I took a snapshot of the side-by-side, it's the same thing. Um, yeah, that's. I didn't notice that. Yeah, so I, I picked up on that right away, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but then he turns into this crazy robot once combat mode's activated. Um, not I mean, not a lot out of this episode other than... The fact that Thrawn does now know what region they're in um, because all the droids, all those infiltrator droids were sent to one region. So he knows, okay, well, this droid was in this region, so they, they're narrowed, narrowing the search now. So although uh, Zeb was successful in not giving their location, um, they still know what area it's coming from.
2: Mm-hmm. That's about the only. It seemed like a throwaway episode besides that fact. Besides yeah, the that.
0: And that we got to see a cool Ralph McQuarrie, Uh C3 Yeah, the HBO
1: episode show. focusing on Zeb, and Zeb is like all of our least favorite characters. At least me and Chad. So I think we've uh, made that Yeah, I'm not
0: before. a big fan. So. Alright, well, we'll Moving just move on. on then. Okay? Please do. Yeah, screw you, Gary Witta. He's the one that wrote the episode. Sorry, um,
2: you can't. You can't have all home runs every time, you know. Yeah.
0: So uh, the and so this is the next one. This was the last one in, uh, before the break here, and this one was actually written by Dave Fioni. Uh, Trials of the Dark Saber. So here we go. More of my reading. These things. Upon being told by Fen Ra that status or what status the Dark Saber Sabine recovered from Dathomir holds among the Mandalorians especially the prestigious House Vizla, who once ruled Mandalore, Kanan decides that Sabine would wield it in order to rally the Mandalorians into the ranks of the Rebel Alliance. Sabine, who resents her family reluctantly, agrees to the proposal and retreats with Kanan and Ezra to the Bendud's abode to be trained in the Saber's use, but her persisting frustration at the expectations thrust upon her starts to gnaw on Kanan's own patience. Tensions ensue between the two which culminate in Sabine walking away from her training, but after a talk with Hera and a mutual apology upon Sabine's return, Kanan offers her the dark saber and the training begins in earnest. As it progresses Sabine also finds herself letting loose with her own emotional turmoil, revealing at last the truth about her past. She felt guilty about what uh, she felt guilty about what the weapons she designed in her time at the Imperial Academy had done to her own people and that she wanted to make up for it by saving them from the empire's clutches only to see her own family turning their backs on her due to their fear of the empire upon this difficult confession Cain and ezra and Raul profess their loyalties to sabine no matter what course she will eventually choose dun, dun, dun. so there you go it was a good episode would you agree
1: yeah, they're definitely setting up Sabine so yeah. for more of a leadership role, moving forward.
0: Yeah, I mean we know she's going to go back to Mandalore, and um, she's going to go uh, try to take back the house. You know, she has the dark saber, and um, you know now she has the confidence to do that. But we got to learn about her past. Now we understand what the deal is with her and her family, and kind of where she came from, and why she's so emo if you will (laughs) why Um, she has the purple hair right right so um but i thought it was cool seeing her train with uh ezra at first doing the forms um and then you know obviously uh training with Kanan uh using the actual lightsaber and darksaber chad you got some thoughts
2: well, we got some history even into the Darksaber too. They did like a cave painting, you know, animation on where with House Visla. Yeah. Um, which where that's where my name is derived from Vizsla. That's House Visla Chad Vis yeah. so that's actually my heritage too. So um, so your
0: heritage is a fake Mandalorian uh, character. Mandal- from you a shut fictional up. You
2: just it's book. real. And uh, no, but to see some of the that it was an actual ancient Jedi weapon. Um, you know, crafted completely different, and then stolen, basically, or that one of the Mandalorians was a Jedi, right. you know, and and how that all happened. to Mandalorians and the Jedi have battled many times, and uh, my thoughts were: I mean, it was it was a good episode. It was it was all happened in one place. It obviously was to sort out her emotions and who who she is, where she comes from, which is good. Um, my thoughts are. You know, when you get to Rogue One, and, and that's a project that the Empire has information on, um, so they had done research, and they they have something to where either you know where is the Dark at this point, or at that point, uh, we know at th- right now, or you know, go back to the Clone Wars, um, or yeah, that uh, Darth Maul obtained it when he took over Mandalore. Um, he had his battle with uh, you know Palpatine when he came in Darth Sidious. And then lost it, but then he has it back, you know, in his little hut or his little hideout. Um, and now Sabine has it. So where will they lead Sabine into having it? Will she end the season or end Rebels still having it? Will they care? Will they even write that, you know, will it fall into Empire's hands at the end? And then what, what happens to it? Because it's obviously an important story point. Not a main story point, but it's if the fact that they put it in the movie to me makes it seem like they maybe it's just an Easter egg. It could have just but,
0: yeah. I think it's probably more an Easter because most people don't know it unless you watch the the cartoon. Right. So it's cool yeah. though. I mean, I, I
2: wish it'd be more than that. Maybe yeah. then because they're putting so much emphasis into it in the in the cartoon here, or the animated series. It sounds more adult. Um, that it would be cool if they followed that thread through to Rogue One and and maybe beyond. To some extent right well the yeah.
1: the sword holds a lot of significance and a lot of you know you really gain people's allegiance by having that sword i mean it's just a weapon of getting more followers yeah. from either the rebellion so it's or... Excal-
2: It's like excalibur right, right. for king arthur it's,
0: yeah so there were something. you know there's some extra um some other interesting things when uh when canaan and her were training with the lightsabers actually on you know she started off saying it's heavy uh you know mm-hmm. her the dark saber and and um but then as they're fighting, she said it's getting lighter. And he says, well, as you, um, as you use it, you become connected with it. So that, that was pretty interesting. Um, and then also, you know, a part that I thought was kind of funny um, was when – so she got the bracelets that, like, a, a Mandalorian would have with the rope and, uh, and then some kind of, like, uh, like push thing. Kind of like what you'd see a Jedi use, the Force to push. It was like a synthetic version like of that. It's a, sonic, a yeah. sonic emitter or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, she's using that stuff, and then Kanan just, like, you know, whooped her butt with it. And then he said, you know, the Mandalorians, he's like, News, news Flash, the Jedi beat the Mandalorians. You yeah. know, he's like, they tried all these tricks already. Um, so that, I thought that was kind of a cool line. But... Uh, but it, it, I thought it was a good episode. You know, one question I have for you. So there's a scene where, you know, she gets emotional and she leaves, you know, after telling Kanan that he sucks, basically. And then uh, she goes and she's, you know, kicking this, you know, what appears to be a, a rock formation or what have you. And um, Ezra's talking to her. Ezra leaves and then she goes to, like she's walking away. But then obviously we see it's the Bendu um, yeah. that she was actually kicking. So my question is, it seemed like there was a long time between when that happened and when she actually came back and apologized. And Mm -hmm. when she walked away from the Bendu without seeing him there, I mean, it was, like, pretty quick when he turned around. So do you guys think the Bendu talked Hmm. to her?
2: Interesting. I don't know.
0: That's the vibe I got. I mean, they didn't show that, but the vibe I got was that the Bendu spoke to her or something. You know, and that's and then she came back, and she was she seemed like a different person. She was calm, and she apologized. Um, so I really feel like something happened there.
2: That could be. I didn't think about that. Could be wrong. That would but, make sense, though. She was gone a long time because they were getting anxious and wanting to go find her.
0: Yeah. So.
2: Maybe she got some extra <laughs> special training. Sure. You never know. Maybe she's a gray Jedi.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so that was. Um, That was the last Rebels episode until you know a couple more weeks here. Twenty third, I think. Twenty third February, and then uh, it picks back up. So we uh, we do know when we see one, yeah, when we saw the one. Okay, when we we saw (laughs) when we saw the uh, trailer for the new season, we know that at some point we're going to get to see Obi Wan and get the Darth Maul story picked up again. Um, I would assume we're going to see more Thrawn in the second half. Um and the uh rebels come under attack uh via Thrawn. Um so it it seems like this second half of that season's really gonna or the rest of the second half of the season is That's really that. gonna pick up and uh have a lot of lot of stuff for us. Gonna
2: knock your socks off.
0: So guys pumped? Yeah. Woo! So excited. All right. That ends the Rebels recap. Next, we have Chad's Comic Corner. <laughs> wow. You like that? Thought All right. Myself.
2: I'll be quick. Previously, we left Yoda, if you recall, if you listened to last week's episode, um, on the Blue Mountain being sent up the stairs in his blue chains. We find Yoda climbing that same mountain steadily, at an even pace, not getting tired, but just going and trying to learn what's happening on this planet uh, where all the children seem to be the only thing that's left. He finds the opening. He climbs and climbs, finds the opening to the cave, goes inside, and the cave closes in behind him. You find him meditating at a fireplace, and uh, some blue rock spears are thrown at him, uh, which he deflects with his lightsaber. He finds the missing adults. All the parents from all the children are inside the mountain and they're basically they've escaped the children. And their out their look on outlook on it is that the children are war, they're just warmongers, and they're this is the only place that they're safe is inside. Um, the children think they're all dead, but they're hiding here. Yoda says, you know, it's it's a war that you started and you've left them to deal with your beginnings. Um, and basically says he doesn't blame the kids; he blames the parents. And wait, what's the says, war they started? I don't get it. Well, I don't know. There's no like reason for the war. Um, I, I'm assuming it's over the heart of the mountain and the blue mountain, oh. um, and, and the blue stones. Uh, but the chil- the parents say the children just got went too far and sent the parents off to find this heart of the mountain, um, and they've just decided to just stay and not go back. And they blame the kids, and Yoda basically says if they had better teachers, they probably wouldn't turn out that way. So he continues on trying to look for what's inside the mountain, and he runs across a uh, another child inside. And he he feed, he feed finds some food for the child. She, it, it looks like a girl, but turns out it's a boy. He says, help me. Um, he asks for more food, and he said there's some more over there. And he the boy uses what looks like the force to pull that food towards him um and yoda notices that he says you know i don't know he asked him why he's in there and he said the children sent me in here because i'm weak i'm not like them and so they basically are getting rid of me and he says well i can tell that you're strong his name is garo g-a-r-r-o and he says you saved my life you know with the food and everything he says so now i owe you i'm in debt to you and yoda says you don't owe me anything he says what i want from you is to teach me He says, teach me the ways of the stone power. He says, your most humble and devoted of students will I be, my master. And he kneels down to this child in this cave. Um, So, assumedly, you know, this boy isn't using the force per se, or maybe that's what stone power is. They just call it something different. But Yoda, as we learned last time, was getting hit in the head with these stones. He had no control over them with the force. And so he's asking this boy to teach him. It fast forwards. It fast forwards us to um, Obi Wan on Tatooine, um, assumingly in one of the towns on Tatooine. There's a high, high noon shootout happening between two people, and, Yo- and Obi Wan uses the Jedi mind trick to make them friends. And one of them ends up being Greedo, <laughs> so they're they're gonna have the shootout. And Obi-Wan says, why don't I buy you a drink instead from the crowd? And then the guy goes, hey, why don't I buy you a drink instead? He says, why don't you buy me a drink instead? And they go in arm in arm into the cantina. And so as Obi-Wan's standing there, a hooded person comes up to him and says, you have a gift. And Obi-Wan says, Sorry, are you talking to me? I don't know you. He says, no, you don't know me, but I can see the power you have as it was once in me long ago. He says, you must be mistaken. I have no power Says that power you think will last forever. He says, "I promise you, it won't." Um, and then there's the symbol that these children have. It's like a galaxy symbol. It's a spiral, and it's on this guy's forehead. Um, and he says, uh, "If this, if this is, if this place is your mountain, hold on to, hold fast to it, Jedi." And Obi Wan says, "Jedi, you really have me confused." He says, "And no matter what, never leave the caves." And he just walks away. So, come to assume it was the child that trained Yoda in the stone power sure. on Tatooine. Um, so I don't know if that means I don't. Yoda's not on Tatooine back when this this kid is a child, but somehow this person makes it to Tatooine and interacts with Obi Wan. Um, and then I guess what would be the epilogue? We see Yoda standing in a dark room, blindfolded, and the boy is using the Force or the stone power and has about four stones floating around him and he's flinging them at Yoda and Yoda's getting hit in the head and he's telling Yoda to focus you have to feel the stone feel it breathing and he says he throws one at him and he's able to deflect it and then he throws like five at him at once and Yoda says i can cannot stop them all must and he pulls a huge boulder out of the mountain and blocks them and the kid's and he like collapses after that he says i i can't do anymore i'm exhausted the kid is surprised that he was able to do this and he said how did you do it and yoda basically says uh i only did what my master instructed me to do i i felt the stone i did felt it breathing so the stone was alive in the force in the way the jedi had never experienced and at last he understood why it wasn't just alive in the force it was alive so they actually the mountain itself is a is a, is a creature it's alive. It's a they, he has found, yeah, he has found a blue beating heart under the boulder. He pulled out to block the stones. Uh, so he says, "But a mountain, this is not." In um, the next episode, or next issue, has Yoda standing in the palm of this giant blue creature. Hmm. Weird. So he's. <laughs> is he used, is he learning a different side of the force what is this stone power and why yeah. why is it something he doesn't know why is the force but then has it manifesting itself in stones and trees and he's not able to control it you know what i mean that's what i that's what's curious to me is that yoda's one of the best jedi he's already been around for hundreds and hundreds of years at this point and he literally has no power to stop stones being thrown at him until he's taught
0: well, and the other question is too: What you know that that kid that is a grown yeah. man now talking to Obi Wan? You know, what did he mean by saying that it, the force, the power, doesn't last, or he can yeah. lose it, or, or whatever he said to him? Right. That's yeah, the power
2: won't last forever. Yeah. And to stay in his cave or stay in his mountain, like don't leave it, which is strange.
0: Yeah, so. that's that's weird, man. That's just some crazy stuff right there.
2: Yeah, so this is all pre-Episode 1 Yoda history, which is the first time we've had a glimpse into that. I don't know
0: what to think about
2: it. Yeah. All right, and then moving on to Darth Maul number one. um, It starts off showing some pirates hunting something on the planet. Let's see here. Tuan Kiti. Does that sound familiar?
0: Oh, yeah. Go there all the time.
2: Tuan Kiti. Sound familiar from uh, Episode 7, maybe? Something that Han Solo might have mentioned. So these hunters are going around looking for some big game, some something to hunt for for their master. Um, but they don't. They find it. They sure do. And it kills all of them. Um, and they are Wrathars. So
0: which Chad we, remind us the Raftars. what Wrathars
2: are what Han and Chewbacca had on their on their cargo vessel. They had captured what three or four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're taking them somewhere, this but big, they had gone... Big, rolly, big round tentacly yep. mouth-eating mouth things. things. Yep. From Tuan Kiti, and I believe that's the planet Han mentions that they got them from. Um, so you see these raptars just destroy about four or five hunters, and then you see dark, you know, in the comic print, red-outlined black comic bubbles with white letters, fear, anger, hate... And you see Darth Maul coming in with a basically an axe and just tearing these Wrath Tars apart. There's like, I think, three or four of them again. And he just, just kills them, just mutilates them, just cuts their tentacles off, cuts them in half without a lightsaber. Um, and and, and he, he comments on, he's basically venting some of his frustrations Um, he's not been able to, he feels like the leash around my throat. He wishes it would loosen. Uh, he says they're hungry, they're vicious and relentless, obedient to no one. And I, I envy their freedom. Hmm. So he's frustrated with the harnesses that Palpatine and city or Sidious has put on him. then it shows him on Coruscant, um, in the shadows, observing a Jedi and his Padawan people we've never seen before. Uh, they don't give their names, but they sense a darkness, a coldness presence. And they look for him, but they're unable to find him, and they basically scurry off to the Jedi Temple. And then it shows Palpatine, or Sidious rather, and Maul having a little meeting, and Sidious giving him a hard time. That he's, he's jeopardizing his plans. He says, I know you want to fight the Jedi, but uh, to toy with them you risk too much. And he says, I only wish to prove myself, my master. I am ready. And Sidious says, but I am not. Your anxiousness, your timeliness, concern me not in the slightest. My plans and the actions you will take in the name of those plans will unfold according to my whim. Heed my words, young student. Your anger, your thirst for vengeance makes you fearsome. But if you endanger my preparations and maneuvers again, it will not be a Jedi who casts you down. So he threatens him. He says, back off. You're going to ruin my plans. I understand you want to go fight a bunch of things and kill some stuff. So here I got another plan for you. Uh, so he gives him another mission with the Trade Federation. There is some pirates that have basically kept some of his Trade Federation higher-ups. Um, kept them captive uh, on, a, on one of their ships, not allowing them to leave. And so he sends them all in to take care of them. So Maul flies in the ship. Just shoots a bunch of ships down, lands on the Federation ship, goes in, and there's like 20 of them. And they're like, well, let's just kill him when he comes in here. And, of course, with his dual, you know, lightsaber, he just wrecks them. Um, And then the Trade Federation, or he he questions one of the pirates. And because the pirate says, a lightsaber, you're a Jedi, right? He says, I can give you information for my life. And he says, I have intel you want. And so he says, tell me. He says, does Zev Rexus mean anything to you? She's the boss mistress of the Rexus cartel, and she's captured herself a Jedi Padawan, if rumors are to be believed. Uh, gonna auction the prisoner off, and you could believe there's more than one cutthroat out there who'd like to place a winning bid. So he asks him to say where this is at. He says, I don't know. Um, he says, I don't really have any further details, so he kicks him in the face. Um, he realizes there's a Padawan learner out there and he wants to get him himself. The, uh, trade federation higher ups are like, oh, thank you for coming. Our master said you would come and save us. Thank you so much. And Maul goes, a pity the pirates killed everyone on this vessel before I arrived. And he force chokes the trade federation higher up and kills everyone else. Says my master has his secrets. So too do I have mine. And he flies off to find the Padawan. Wow. that's the end. There you go. Any theories on who the Padawan is? No, that I don't. There's like no
0: I think it's I this know. kid that used to live in a blue mountain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh how many episode, or uh, how many issues is this comic going to be? I'm not 100% sure. I want to say it's 5
2: yeah. um because the next issue doesn't come out till March 22nd.
0: Huh.
2: Which is almost 2
0: months away. All right thanks chad anything else in the uh print world or comic world or
2: no that the darth maul i mean the art's real good he looks very darthy very angry darth yeah i mean the, the cover looks just like the movie character um obviously you know the animated version is a little different um but it's it's more true to the to the movies i would say look but he's a real angry person and he's real good at what he does so
0: cool very fun. Alright, B Nob, what's your question of the day, man?
2: My question of the day is
1: we hear about the last Jedi, episode eight, I'm looking forward to it. But what character are you most looking forward to seeing in episode eight? One of the new characters, old characters, and where do you hope your character is by the time episode eight finishes? Your own theory, your own predictions, your own hopes and dreams for your Star Wars character's futures. What
0: are they? Uh, well, I mean, mine's easy. Mine's Luke still. (laughs) Um, didn't get to see him in the, or see him till the end of the episode seven, but, uh, finally get to see Luke in action since Return of the Jedi. Um, so that's what I'm most excited to see. And I don't really know what to hope for his future to expect. You know, I don't, I don't really be honest with you. I don't really know where they're going with the story, so um
1: you just hope to see him alive
0: <laughs> hope hope he lives hope he lives yep so i'd like to see him uh make it through the rest of the saga and then uh it's probably unlikely the more i think about it but um i think it's very
1: he's got to make it past nine i think it's very he's got to make it past eight right yeah i think it's very for likely sure. for him to last all the way up till nine
2: yeah he's got to because i don't see them progressing the story so far yeah to kill him off in one movie.
0: Can like, I? Can I guess what B knob? Uh, what character you're wanting to see? B knob. Captain Phasma. A, no, a Force Ghost Anakin Skywalker. That's right. Hayden. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. That's not Sebastian Shaw. <laughs> Hayden
1: Christensen. That's right. I'm uh, all for that. What about you? I'm guys? all for the remastered 2004 DVD
2: edition. <laughs> it's wrong. It's so wrong. All right, Chad. Who do you ask? uh luke would probably have been my first one too um but i i really like ray i really like the character uh, they've created yeah. with her yeah and just as a as a the character she is is just very likable yeah um what are you making those weird faces brian yeah i don't what so don't where do you continue. hope that she is you hope she's the last jedi i the hope no nah, i mean i don't know i think that title's misleading to on purpose but uh I hope she she comes to understand. Obviously, with Luke, uh, either she finds out her past, which gives her some sense of closure, a little bit, and then is able to focus on training. Hopefully, she gets some Jedi training, um, and and becomes more in touch with the Force, and is either, you know, able to face um, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren again, or. I mean, I don't know. Like Brian said, we don't know exactly where they're going with it. Obviously, they have to come to a battle at some point. Either Luke has to fight him, and then she has to fight you know, Snoke. I don't know. But I hope that they take her along and kind of give her that, not just the doe-eyed girl from the first one, right, where she's learning and and, and innocent, but now she's in charge. Like it comes to the point either by mid or end of the movie that she's, she's the one that's, the power, the force, you know, the one that is in charge and and has the power can make things happen and people are behind her to believe in her and ready to to go with her. Ray it is huh?
0: lame. No, I'm just kidding.
2: What did you yeah. say, Brian? I,
0: lame. <laughs> no.
2: Whatever. You,
0: you just kidding? Yeah, bro.
2: I know. It was
0: good. I hate you. <laughs> what well, about
1: you, b Um uh, I'm gonna go for Poe Dameron.
0: Hmm. Bet you would.
1: I'll tell you why I really like Poe Dameron episode eight. I know I talk about Kylo Ren yeah. about every other second. Yeah. But I think uh I think Poe Dameron is a good is a great character that they uh that they brought in. And uh now with everything, you know, with Carrie Fisher passing away, obviously she was kind of the Figurehead of the resistance, but I really hope that they kind of have him come mm-hmm. in as the leader of the resistance. The only character, you know, that is where I see him. I see Ray with the whole Jedi deal. I'm, you know, I'm still crossing my fingers that we have a redemption from Kylo Ren by the end of it, and he turns good against Snoke, and, and there's some redemption for him. Um, I think they built too much about the struggle within him not to do that. The only mm. character I really see no direction for, and really I don't, I don't know, is is Finn. Finn has yeah. this big question mark. I really don't, you know. Ray's got the whole Jedi thing. Kylo Ren's got his own issues, but you know, between him being stuck between the Knights of Ren and and being a Jedi and coming back to his family, you know, Poe has his place as you know as a guy that has leadership in the Resistance, but. You know, Finn has to kind of go on his own journey and figure out what his identity is. And I think that's a lot that goes along with his character. Of Yeah, Nat- well, I, I think he'll just...
0: I was going to say, I think that, you know, from some of the stuff we've been hearing or, or seeing, you know, I think he's going to be more of type, like a secret agent type guy going on missions and finding information and, you know. Yeah,
1: I didn't hear any of that.
0: I, I could see him... Well, there's a, there's that we talked about in the podcast before about where he you know goes to this bar to to get information um he's on this mission you know this, like secret mission type deal so you know you think he he knows the empire or the first order i should say um he probably even still has some connections but uh he could kind of play that you know cassian Andor type role um just not as uh cutthroat you know killing off the uh the friendlies but i don't know
2: and he's, he's also ray's best friend right i mean for now like it, you know and, and i don't think there'll be a romantic thing there no. between them i hope there's not because that's not the relationship they have i mean i know the whole you know boyfriend cute boyfriend back at home or whatever thing and i i think their relationship is more their best friends like when he left and came to get her when she was kidnapped and how she was obviously touched by that. Chewbacca tells her that was his idea. And then he gets cut down and she's there, you know, as he's in a coma supposedly and says, you know, that she'll be back or whatever. I think he's her best friend and I think that alone will keep him in the the middle of the story as she'll just not not like a puppy where she takes him everywhere, you know, but that they've they just have that bond that two real good friends have, yeah. like the Bryans on this podcast. <laughs>
0: We're such good friends. Yeah. And
1: Her- Hericep, <laughs> I can't say any word tonight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's bring this thing full circle. While we were talking about this, I'm just going to we'll end on this. Um, I was thinking back to this Snoke Last Jedi theory thing. and I, One of you guys said something that made me think about this. Now, the title is The Last Jedi and the Star Wars font is in red.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Could that signal that the last Jedi is somebody that is a Sith? It's kind of could it be telling us right there because it's it's red, which we know represents the dark side of the, the Sith and it says the last Jedi. Just saying, you know, whatever. I don't believe it. The whole th- Snoke thing, so you're
2: saying that uh, the last Jedi is a Sith? Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, if it, if it was Snoke, maybe at one point he was really the last Jedi.
2: Or or maybe Kylo Ren or Kylo is Ren. still secretly Kylo Ren. undercover oh, boy. and is a Jedi right now.
0: We should just stop. Okay. Let's wrap this puppy up. This has been episode 28. <laughs> Appreciate you listening. If you made it this far, <laughs> and uh, with our shenanigans, and uh, join us next week where we will talk about more Star Wars. So until then, have a great week, and we'll talk to you later.
2: Bye. Adios.
3: At the end of my day Your gravity reaches such a long way The droid will soon be delivered to the Resistance in the moon See It is a cruel We to the last Jedi Don't share the past If you won't share your heart All that we share Is the view I don't use a little diamonds on the floor. You can't take a pill. There's an eyelash on the board. Does she wear glasses? Perhaps Leader Snoke should consider using a clone arm. You may when ready. What? So powerful and so wise. The Supreme Leader call is wise. Even master of the Knights of Man. Never face such a test. From up so high, I can hardly decide. And if you're waving hello or waving goodbye. Is not behind you. It, it is a hand. Oh, safety. Don't share your yeah. past if you won't share your past. All that we
0: share. Good five, Danny. Bye.
3: You I can do this. Start. All right, let's light it up. best star pilot in the galaxy cannot escape your destiny I can't kill my own father we lost our son Your mind I'll be at the front of the line And I'll be at the back of your mind I'll be at the front of the
0: lieu You the scavenger
3: You're a monster
0: It's just us now